605 605-950-958. Welcome to Inspiring You for Success, your ultimate guide to unlocking your full potential. Get ready to embark on a journey of empowerment as we count down to the start of today's episode, 504948. And now, please join us in welcoming your hosts, Gabe Iltz and Jacob Lyons. These visionary minds are here to guide you towards achieving the success you deserve. 403938 Gabe Iles, a seasoned expert in personal development, and Jacob Lyons, a dynamic co-host with a passion for self-discovery, are here to inspire, motivate, and empower you. 302928 Together, they'll explore the uncharted territory of unleashing potential, sharing actionable steps and game-changing insights. 2019-18 as we near the start of the episode, get ready to dive deep into the world of personal growth, self-belief, and the fascinating role of AI in unlocking your potential. 10-9-8 so, stay tuned, dear listeners. Your journey to success begins in 3-2-1 now. Welcome back, amazing listeners, to another empowering episode of Inspiring You for Success, the podcast. I am your host, Gabe Isles, and I am absolutely thrilled to kick off the season two after our brief hippies and our mission remains unwavering to guide you towards unleashing your extraordinary potential and achieving the greatness you deserve. And guess what, folks? We have a dynamic co-host by my side, the one, the only, Jacob Lines. Jacob, say hello to our incredible audience for us. Hey there, everyone. I'm beyond excited to be here and to dive deep into this exhilarating journey of self-discovery and empowerment. You're in for an awe-inspiring ride as we explore the uncharted territories of unleashing your potential. This episode is more than just motivation and it's actionable steps and game-changing insights that we can spark and transform in your life. That's right, Gabe. We're not here just to sprinkle motivation. We're here to share strategies that can help you to unleash your hidden talents, overcome self-doubt, and unlock doors to success that you might not have even known existed. And buckle up because we are not just holding back. We're going to dive into every nook and cranny of this topic. So, Jacob, let's set the stage. When we talk about unleashing potential, what does that truly mean? Well, unleashing potential is like breaking free from a cocoon, revealing the magnificent butterfly within. It's about realizing what you're capable of achieving is far more than you've allowed yourself to believe. It's pushing past those limits that uh, hold you back. Absolutely, Jacob. It's about stepping out of the shadows of Dell and embracing the spotlight of possibilities. Listeners, imagine what your life could look like if you fully harnessed your potential. The journey might not always be easy, but trust us, it is worth every step. Absolutely, Gabe. It's not just about tapping into potential. It's about consciously nurturing and expanding it. It's challenging yourself to explore new avenues and pushing boundaries because that's where the growth really happens. Precisely, Jacob. And the beauty of this journey is that it's unique to each individual. What works for one person might not work for the other. And that's the exciting part. You may crave your own path fueled by your own passions and guided by burning desires to achieve greatness. We got some stellar insights lined up today. 
we'll be delving into the power of self-belief, goal-setting, embracing failure, and even the role of AI unlocking potential. This isn't just a casual listen, it's a roadmap to transforming your life. Jacob, you hit the nail on the head. So, dear listeners, get ready to be inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools that you need to embark on your life's changing journey. Join us as we explore the limitless possibilities and unleashing your potential. Now let's dive deeper in the heart of our time topic today, Unleashing Potential. Jacob, we've been discussing this isn't just about a burst of motivation. It's a, about a lifelong journey. Absolutely, Gabe. It's about understanding that unleashing your potential is not just the destination. It's a conscious exploration. It's about revealing every experience, every challenge, every setback that contributes to your growth. So let's talk about self-belief. It is often the first step on the journey. How can our listeners begin to truly believe in their self? Great question, Gabe. Self-belief is the ignition to your potential. You have to genuinely believe that you're capable of achieving what you set out to do. One of the ways to foster self-believing is through positive affirmations and surrounding yourself with a supportive community. That's a great point, Jacob. The people you surround yourself with can either lift you up or hold you back. It is essential to curate a circle of influence of champions or, yeah, champions your goals and aspirations. Exactly, Gabe. And then remember, it's all about starting small. Achieving small wins builds confidence, and confidence propels you forward towards your goals. Speaking of goals, goal setting is a significant part of unleashing potential. How can our listeners set effective goals that drive them forward? Goal setting is like setting waypoints to your journey. You need a clear destination to navigate effectively. Our listeners can start setting smart goals, specific, memorable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. This framework helps ensure goals are clear and attainable. Smart goals are a fantastic way to bring clarity to your aspirations. And don't let's not forget, it's also important to break those big goals into smarter, smaller, actionable steps. Absolutely, Gabe. Each step you take is a step closer to your dreams. It's all about progress and not perfection. Words of truth, Jacob. Now let's tackle a topic that many shy away from, embarrassing failure. How can our listeners learn from their failures and use them as stepping stones? Well, a failure is a teacher like no other, Gabe. Our listeners need to understand that every failure carries valuable lessons. Instead of seeing failure as a dead end, they should see it as a pivotal point, an opportunity to learn, adapt, and come back even stronger than before. That's a powerful perspective, Jacob. Failure isn't the end of the road. It's a detour to the path to success. Exactly. And remember, some of the world's most successful individuals faced failure before achieving greatness. Failure is a common thread in the journey of many legends. Wise words, Jacob. Failure is not the enemy. It is a necessary companion to the road of success. So, listeners... If you venture on your journey of unleashing your potential, don't fear failure. Embrace it 
as part of the journey to your growth. I like what you did there to change the wording. <laughs> I couldn't read that word for some reason. Hey, I, like I said, it happens. Just use the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Not the seasoning, sorry. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'll use some of that too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the way this is going, I might not edit any of this out. We're doing pretty good, if you ask me. I. It's showing the people the progress that we're making. Keep that in mind. Right, yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's continue on here. Brief pause. You know, um, while, while you're doing your brief pause, I think it would be absolutely hilarious if we like, I see so many videos of people who are just like looking at internet videos of people doing dumb stuff and just like laughing and comment, commentating on them. It would be so fun to do that. Do like business marketing tactics that go wrong or something. Yeah, I mean, shoot, we could have fun with it. To be honest, you know what? I was on Facebook, and uh, someone I graduated with, uh, she started her own, like, embroidery business, basically. Uh, Taylor is her name. And she's doing this. Uh, I commented on her. She's like, you just been booed. It's a gift bag, you know, of goodies that she makes. And uh, I'm, I commented. I'm like, you know what? That's a good marketing tactic, you know? So honestly, the I like that idea, and uh, that like we could absolutely have everything you know off scripted. Just be, just be ourselves and make it crazy, you know. Exactly. That's why I'm talking about maybe not editing this at all because then people are seeing the raw ourselves like as an individual in these breaks and stuff as we're talking. Like we're steering completely 100% off of the script right now. You know, I talked Mm -hmm. about pausing for a minute to go back to the script, but we completely went off topic. And this is honestly even better idea than what's scripted right now at the moment. I mean, we'll go back to the script, but I I love the script so far. It's I mean, it's it's well written. It's it's nice. Yeah, I know. I I put some time into it. Like I said, you probably noticed it changed quite a bit over the last month that we've been playing in this. <laughs> right, and but that's exactly what you're trying to like. The point you're trying to get across. Like at first, you have one script, and well, you go back and you you look at it again, and you you revise it, it gets better, it gets better, and it gets better. And finally, you get down what you want to tell, how you want to tell it. It it evolves over time. That's, I mean, that's like the message that you're telling in this. And exactly. And within the script, you're really going to start seeing that, especially when it comes to our next segment, which is exploration and the AI and unleashing potential. You're really (laughs) going to start seeing a lot of that because this scripting, it probably would have taken me months to write this script if it was just me. I used AI to help write this script. Mm -hmm. So where it would have taken me months to write the first iteration, mm-hmm. it took me, you know, a couple hours to write the first iteration. And over a course of a couple weeks, I fine-tuned it to be exactly what it is now. And that was all help of AI. Just like the introduction for the podcast is AI-generated because I like the be introduced, us be introduced by someone other than ourselves. You know, that's another thing that I use AI to kind of immerse people 
a little bit more into the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like AI has been getting like this, this bad rep in terms of, uh, you know, oh, you're, are you using, are you using AI? It's, it's almost like people think that it's like a cop out of, of doing work, but when really it's really enhancing the work quite a bit. And you exactly what? Exactly. Like I said, um, I seen something, uh, as you know, I do a lot of IT and stuff. So AI is a huge thing in the IT realm right now. And a lot of people that are programmers and stuff, they will say they, it does not matter who you speak to. Any programmer that uses chat GPT or any other AI tool, they will tell you where it would take them months to do one project and cut that project in a quarter. It will take them literally a month. And that improves not only that employee, as if they're an employee, efficiency and productivity, but it will also bring in more revenue for that company. So where AI is getting a lot of the backlash from, if it's used correctly, it is 100% beneficial to any business. Yeah, I think... uh... I think somebody needs to tell uh, tell that to some gaming companies or like like people that that produce games because like I would love to see you know <laughs> some sequels to certain games done a little faster if you know what I mean. No, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it can do any AI generation. I mean, yes, there are some AI generator um but not to the quality of let's say you know the uh uh what is it the avatar way of water movie you're never gonna get that quality from ai just yet especially for uh video games i don't believe our technology is there just yet give it five ten years and yes, we will be there we will even like you and I will have access to game creation using AI for probably free in the next five, 10 years. So, I think, no, I think they have it, but they're too afraid of it. And, and I know that sounds like a kind of a wild theory, but I think that, that they just want to keep it not as good because they're afraid that when it gets to that level, that it's really going to change the way that we see reality even like, cause you in the future, you'll be able to just type in a prompt of a movie that you want to see and it generates it for you just as a cinema would produce it. And so I I don't know. I feel like they're, they're just afraid to have that out there because they don't, you wouldn't make money off of that per se, because instead of going to the theaters and spending money to go see a movie, which would, you know, go to the companies that produced it, you could just type a prompt in on your computer and boom, you have an entire movie to watch. So basically what you're telling me, movies, movie production companies, you think are going to be obsolete in the next five, 10 years. Maybe, maybe longer than that. But eventually I feel like they'll be able to do that because look at what we have already. We have, um, they can take a celebrity's voice and you can say anything in a celebrity's voice. That's something that we've had for a long time. Um, You can pretty much take a picture and this is, this is a little bit more rough and um, or a video and put the celebrity's face onto that picture or video and make it look realistic. I mean, there's just so many tools that they already have 
that if they combined together and they got an AI that was smart enough, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I think we're headed that way because it's only it's only uphill from here, and, well, and not in the sense of, I mean, downhill from here. I mean, you know. Now we're kind of getting into the topic of how AI is kind of stealing our jobs, which is a huge problem today in the job market. If you look at like big car industries now, uh, they have robots, AI robots, entirely building cars. Look at Tesla. Yes, they have employees sitting there watching, maintaining those robots, you know, making every micromillimeter of a movement adjustment. But that, that, that robot can do the job of five people, mm-hmm. you know? So where you're steering off is way off topic here. And it's <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with it because yes, AI has the potential not only to benefit a business, but also steal jobs from you and people like you and I, and they it's about the employer finding a good balance between AI and employee work. So my question to you, um, my question to you is, do you think that there should be like laws that restrict AI to the point where we can utilize it as a, a really good tool, but you can't take it so far as to automate everyone's jobs? You know what? Now we're starting to get on political topics, which, holy cow, this podcast is about as raw as it can get, and I am loving every second of it. Do I think there should be laws? Yes, to a certain degree. Going back to the car manufacturers, where it took five guys to lift one body panel, it takes out one robot. That reduces wear and tear on our bodies later on down the road that is an instance where i feel is a good spot for ai now when it comes to uh let's say the um reality tv realm and we go to the scripting going like i use ai to help script this podcast right it doesn't mean I use AI entirely for the podcast, but there are going to be companies that will strictly use AI for their writers nowadays versus, you know, uh, someone else that is a journalist using AI to help write a story. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to set laws for AI because every single business can have different use for it. Yeah, I see what you, I see what you mean there. Um, and uh, to a certain extent, I think that, yeah, some in some ways we absolutely shouldn't have restrictions on it. But in, in other ways, if you give somebody an inch, they'll take a mile. And so it's, it's really hard to pinpoint exactly where you should have, have laws on that. I, I, I get what you're saying. But on another hand, going back to the efficiency thing, the slower you are, slow is smooth, smooth is efficient. But if you can skip the two steps and go straight to efficiency, that is going to look a lot better in a business owner's, a, okay, a short-term mindset business owner. 
mm-hmm. versus a long-term business owner. He doesn't care. He's going to put in the work. Even if he uses the AI integration, he's still using his authentic word with it. Mm, so are you saying that people who want to use AI to get everything done right away only have a short-term mindset for business? <laughs> No, I am not. Like I said, I used AI to help write the script. The script doesn't mean the podcast is entirely scripted per se. So (laughs) I use the script to kind of utilize it as a way to, if we get too far off topic, we can go back. Or if we lose our train of thought, we can go back. But there are people out there that are going to use it strictly as what they have scripted, for say, as AI. Um, I'm not going to lie. I use AI to write my blog posts. Last week, I picked five movies that I needed to watch and pick apart the inspiration or triumphants throughout it, right? I used AI to help write that blog post. It doesn't mean AI wrote the entire blog post. But I will say some of them AI did. But the nice thing about AI is I utilize it as I am horrible with grammar. When I – yes. And that's the thing. When I'm doing these uh, professional-looking Facebook posts or the edits to my websites, I use AI for the grammar. I will give it the contents and edit its response 20 times till I get exactly what it is I am looking for. So fine-tuning even is quite a bit quicker if you ask me too. So really what I'm hearing you say is somebody who's looking for the long term, they're going to use AI as a, you know, like a something to help lead on versus, oh, just do it all for me. You know, uh, they're going to utilize it as a, a tool that will help them versus something that's just going to, oh, you know, just do it all for me and, and make me all the money. Exactly. And you will quickly be able to weave those people out of a mix. I wholeheartedly believe. Right. Because they don't have the patience really to, to see, well, not just to use that as a tool versus try just trying to immediately get what they want, but they don't have the patience to see that long-term goal, that long-term investment in whatever it is that they're trying to do, because you're not going to see that right away. Exactly. And that's the thing, too. When you envision your dream and you set your goals, your goals are not the exact path you are going to take. You're going to develop and fine-tune those goals as you're going down that path. And we'll get into that more throughout this podcast episode, too. Uh, I would like to bounce back to this script a little bit because the exploration and AI and unleashing potential is a really good segment. And I think once we get through this, uh, not only you, but our viewers and listeners themselves will start 
start understanding and getting an idea of how beneficial AI can be in the realm of business or personal development. Um, and the thing too, when I'm talking about business, I'm not talking about business owners. I'm talking about employees. I'm talking about everyone as a whole. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Okay. So I am going to start at Jacob. I can't stress enough how important it is. Okay. Let me find where that's at. It's, uh, oh, look for under. Okay. So let's give it a quick pause and I will pick up from there. All right. Jacob, I can't stress this enough, how important it is for our listeners to understand unleashing potential isn't just a one-time thing. It's a continuous process and commitment to growth that lasts a lifetime. Absolutely, Gabe. It's like planting seeds of potential that you water and nurture, watching them grow into magnificent trees of success. And remember, listeners, every setback is a stepping stone. Every challenge is an opportunity for growth. You know, I'm going to steer off uh, topic of the uh, script real quick here. Uh, I made a post this morning, and I don't know if you've seen it, but I love it. It was uh, something I wrote about my children. And for those of you that are listening right now, uh, I am – let's see. If I can pull it up real quick and read it to you, I will – but give me a moment here. Uh, but it was talking about how our children are our futures and all the things my the way I worded it, it was I may never be able to truly see my children's visions, but I will be there to support them every step of the way. And that's the thing that a lot of people get criticized for the most is because people are unable to see your vision, your dream, your aspirations as you do. It's up to you to paint the picture for them, to show them. And the only way for you to paint that picture is you to have the discipline, the consistency, the motivation, and the determination to get it and show them. Now, uh, again, kind of off topic, but that post, I'm unable to pull it up right now. I don't think. uh, It's saying there's a problem logging me in. So I don't know what's going on here. It won't let me pull it up on my computer and I can't stop because I'm recording on my phone. So I guess we'll continue back to the script here. Yeah, really quick. I just want to say you're, you are absolutely right when it comes to your children. uh, There's, there's nothing more important than parenting. Could not, could not uh, have said it better myself. And you know what? As a son my own uh we're gonna at the end of this episode there is an ad sponsorship spot for my parents and going back to i just want what's best for my children and i will support them throughout all of that my parents are business owners both sets um and both of them are really supportive and it, it a lot of people 
I don't know how to word this in such a way that uh, I'm going to just try go out flat out and say it. So where a lot of children struggle with is giving their parents the appreciation and the actual recognition that they deserve. My parents uh, growing up, I remember my mom crying one day because she couldn't go out and buy a gallon of milk so we can have cereal for dinner. I remember a lot of the struggles that we went through as a child and looking back at that and seeing where my parents are now is remarkable. They have two businesses and they, just the growth alone in them is truly remarkable. And I hope that my kids one day have the same feeling about I do my parents as they should for me. It's awesome to see a, uh, a journey like that, you know, to see somebody who's went from, you know, barely making it to having two businesses like that. That's, that is, that's amazing. I, I can see how you've been inspired by them. That's, that's great. Yeah. And I, like I said, I wish that every child can actually pick apart the actual challenges and just recognize that sometimes just children themselves can be hell on wheels. And I know I was hell on wheels growing up for my parents and just give them the recognition they deserve for putting up with my behavioral ass. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've all been there at some point. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So let's continue on here. Now let's develop into a fantastic aspect of our topic today. The role of artificial intelligence in unleashing potential. Jacob, how can our listeners leverage AI to enhance their path to success? That's a fantastic question, Gabe. AI has become a game changer in personal development. It can act as a personal coach guide you towards personal resources tailored to your unique strengths and goals. Imagine having a mentor 24-7, helping you and informing you make... Oh my God, I can't talk. I'm just going to try that whole part over again. I'm sorry. It's okay. Take your time. Again, I might leave this all entirely raw, to be honest with you, dude. It's been so good. Even the raw parts where we went off the script were amazing. And (laughs) even where I just kind of jumped in here real quick, even though you're getting tripped up right now, the fact that you didn't have to find where we were Mm -hmm. and stuff over time, we'll get so much better and more efficient at it. Right, yeah. People are going to know I can't read. (laughs) It's okay, I can't read either. (laughs) Like I said, I was horrible in school. I shouldn't have passed high school. I don't know how I did. I think they didn't want me coming back. (laughs) And that actually goes into another uh, interesting topic and uh, very controversial, too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love this, too, is networking will get you into places that a degree never will. That is so true. I want to break this down. I prove this to myself, okay? So where most business owners in the IT realm have went to school, 
gotten a diploma for either uh, computer science, uh, cybersecurity, some kind of aspect. I haven't. I didn't even take a class in high school for business. You know, all the knowledge I have is self-taught knowledge and stuff that I've learned from reaching out to my parents and them mentoring me, you know. And I proved myself that not having a diploma, but networking with the right company will get me into places I never should have been. I was recently, a couple months ago, in the mid-Michigan hospital here in Mount Pleasant with EC Beta Solutions, my IT business. I redid their entire voice server for them. That's incredible. Exactly. And I just, the company reached out to me, but it was still networking at that point. You know, they may have, you know, reached out and said, hey, we have a job for you. That was networking. That was their form of networking, basically. And them networking with me gave me the ability to be there and be able to say I have them as a client. That is a huge deal. Oh, absolutely. And I think another another uh, benefit towards that whole topic is the fact that when you are teaching yourself, you're honing your – oh, that's not quite the right word. But you're like building your skills towards a specific thing that in a class, you would just be all over the place. They wouldn't really teach you the exact knowledge that you need to know. But through trial and error, teaching yourself – you can really get to a spot to where your skills are really starting to develop versus in a class, you, you get out of that class and, and what did you learn? You, you forget it all in a couple months. Oh, yeah. And the, going back to that, too, um, and I'm kind of lost my train of thought. Give me a split second here. One of my favorite quotes is, and, and not a lot of people know the full quote, is a uh what is it hold on a master of one is better than a master oh wait hold on again lost my train of thought this is all raw um so a master of one is better than a master of none uh it's a handyman reference basically and i can't think of it right now on the spot of course isn't it a master of one is better than a master of none but not better than a master of all no i'm i'm I'm, I'm Yeah, yeah yeah quickly give that a look up real quick because it's a really good quote and not a lot of people know the full quote and I, it really pains me right now. I cannot think of it off the top of my head. And I'm beating myself up internally for it because I can't remember it. And it's one of my favorite quotes. Ah, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. And that is 100% true to be honest with you, because a master of one is honing in that one skill versus, uh, for instance, uh, I'm not trying to call anyone out, uh, EC Beta Solutions and Inspiring You for Success, I do not outsource anything. 
uh, website development, I did 100% myself. This podcast, I'm doing 100% myself with you, obviously. Um, the business structure for EC was 100% myself. Like, I don't outsource anything. The only thing I have ever outsourced was through EC and that was a Cronus because they were a cybersecurity and data uh, backup uh, company and I wanted the ability to uh, offer their services to my customers. So that was the only time I personally outsourced anything for either of the businesses. And I like to say that I am a jack of all trades because of that. I'm not able or I have the ability to sit down, learn the skill and do it all myself versus a person that starts, let's say, an embroidery business. Uh, they might be good at embroidery, but stick to embroidery. They might outsource me for the website development and stuff like that versus they could have made themselves a jack-of-all-trade and learned to build that website themselves through tools like Wix, uh, SquareUp, uh, Squarespace, and stuff like that. You know, I think that's uh, something that a lot of people don't realize. When you're growing a business, you develop in so many different ways that you didn't think that you had to. Because like you were saying, you became a jack-of-all-trades because of the business that you have. But when you first started, you probably only thought, oh, you know, I'll just be good at this one thing. But then you have to be good at this. And then you have to be good at that. Exactly. And, and it grows. It, it grows. It truly does. Now I have to be able to look at my finances entirely. I've never found myself as a financial advisor. Uh, another thing, too, is the other day I was talking with my wife about something. I want to find a blog writer, kind of take that off of my hands a little bit, you know. And um, she mentioned... Uh, I wanted. I asked her if she wanted to do it. She hasn't said yes or no yet. She's a writer. She wants to be a photographer. I figured it would be perfect for her. You know, she can tell her story. And she's like, I don't know. I'm not a journalist. That's another thing I didn't realize that I would become as a blog writer is a journalist. Like I said, last week's blog was about me watching five inspirational movies and writing about those. That turned me into a journalist. So now I can call myself a journalist, too. I was not planning on doing that, but I didn't want to outsource a blog writer at the time. So I had to become that journalist, that blog writer. Right. And I think it's through learning these tools that you didn't know that you needed to learn. That you, Exactly. I mean, you, you become so much so much better because of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it, too, why Inspiring You for Success is not just a personal development, but is a business development brand as well. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So do you want to kind of pick up where you left off, or would you like me to continue what's going on here? We're kind of steering way off topic. <laughs> oh, hold up. Uh, you uh, totally cut out there of what you said. 
Okay, so do you want to pick up where you left off? I mean, I think we're going to leave this 100% unedited, to be honest with you, dude, because you know what? All this raw material is even better than what's scripted, I believe. Even the mess ups, that's just showing people the growth, the challenges that we have to overcome throughout the next episodes. You know, they will start to see our growth as individuals doing this as well. Another reason why I like doing the raw material like this, even like I told you earlier through the phone, when I write my uh, reels on Facebook, I will sit there and do it 15 times over till I get it just right. You know, that way I can make it as raw as possible and not have to edit. You there, bud? I'm still here, however... Everything you say is extremely hard to, like, it, it sounds like just twanging. Could uh, Say something one more time. Okay, so uh, would you like to steer back to the script? Yeah, I'm totally, I'm not, uh, I'm not getting anything. Shoot. Um, okay, give me a, <clears throat> let's see here. How about now? You got me? I don't think you can text me. Let me see here. Are you there? Hello. Is this any better now? I can hear you. <laughs> Sorry, we will be right back. We are experiencing some technical difficulties. Beep! I need a technician. Hello and welcome back, guys. For you guys that are listening, you will not be able to tell, but with the magic of editing... We are on day two of recording this podcast, but because of the magic of editing, you guys will not be able to tell. So we're just going to hop in where we left off with things on starting right now. Now let's develop into a fantastic aspect of today's topic, the role of artificial intelligence in unleashing potential. Jacob, how can our listeners leverage AI to enhance their path to success? That's a fantastic question, Gabe. Imagine having a mentor that is available 24-7 that can guide you towards your personal goals and help you find the resources that you'll need to achieve them. That's an interesting concept, Jacob. So how does this work or how does this work in practice? Can you give the listeners some concrete examples on how AI can assist them in their journey? Certainly, Gabe. Let's say you have a goal to improve your public speaking skills. AI platforms can analyze your speech, provide real-time feedback on pacing, tone, and even word choice. It's like having a speaking coach in your pocket. That's impressive, Jacob. It sounds like AI can provide valuable insights and help individuals refine their skills efficiently. Oh, absolutely. AI can help us with tasks like time management, suggesting optimal schedules based on your productivity and patterns. It's about making the most of your time to focus on what truly matters. Time management is crucial for productivity and growth. Having AI as a tool to assist in this area can be a game changer for our listeners. And let's not forget about AI learning platforms. They can adapt the concept to your specific learning pace, style, and ensure you grasp new concepts effectively. 
That's remarkable, Jacob. It's like a personal tutor catering to your individual learning needs. Exactly. The fusion of human experience and AI technology is an unstoppable force for personal growth. It's about leveraging the tools of the future to amplify your journey for unleashing potential. It's clear that AI can be a valuable ally on your path to success. Listeners, as you embark on your journey, consider how AI can support your goals and help you unleash your full potential. Now, I want to go back to that uh, where we kind of went off topic and uh, we returned back to this segment about how AI helps us. Like uh, we were just talking about how AI can help keep pace when you're uh, doing your speaking parts and that, right? Um, and I tend to use AI the most on that aspect uh, for grammar, for writing, and especially when it comes to tri- uh, scripting. It has been a very fantastic tool. It has made projects that would take me months. It would cut it in half. And the ability the thing with ai is ai we were talking about yesterday how uh in the cinematic world uh in the future we would be able to to type in contents into a prompt and it will give us that cgi scene for us and we have the technologies for that currently but you mentioned how the uh, big companies that are producing these movies are going to go out of business, not within the five, ten year range, but somewhere in the future. Now, if we look at how AI is being used now, uh, Chad GPT has a paid service. Um, Most of these AI services now are actually paid services with free trials. So do you think it is a possibility in the cinematic world that they might start doing more AI integrations to it and eventually get to the point, like you said, where we can just type in the prompt? Will they be charging? Do you think they will charge for us using that AI to create that movie for ourselves, basically? Do you think uh, cinematic producers are going to buy up and use that AI for what's the word I'm looking for for their own benefit at that point how do you think movie creators are going to leverage AI in the future I think that's very possible that they would be you know buying as many as much as they can to make as much of a profit as possible but if you look at like what's already happened you'll see like just the most basic editing softwares like a very long time ago when they started using that um, at first, some futures that today you can just download a free app to, to, to use back then was a big deal, you know? And then, but slowly as we advanced over time, you see this shift between a certain future being a premium future and just being treated as though it's completely normal and everyday kind of thing. Um, like, uh, for example, like, uh, um, captions, 
Like there's there's just about every anywhere you go, you can you can just do a quick Google search and get um, AI auto captions for your video, and that's something. Well, that's something that's relatively new, but eventually that's just going to be like the norm. And so, what I'm getting at here is, I think in the future, by the time we get there, yeah, there might be you might have to pay to use this service, but you won't be paying a lot because everyone will be so used to the fact that AI does everything for you. Okay, so then, uh, how do you think it would be in the future a good iteration for movie companies to be making money off of your their version of cinematic AI then? What do you mean by that? So basically, uh, let's say, let's use a couple AI uh, creation uh, platforms, for an example, uh, like productivity, basically. So that is a service that allows us to basically make one post and it will automatically format it and post it to all social media platforms, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say a movie company is actually bought and using that said AI then. Okay, let's say it's just now a cinematic AI. Um, do you think in the future, big companies like Atlas Industries, which is a radio station, for say, will be using cinematic AI as their own tool, their own platform where customers are going to their website, typing in prompt and using their paid subscription to make a actual cinematic movie? Well, here's the thing. That's kind of hard to tell because, well, I mean, I mean, look at the look at the quotes unquote market for AI. You have like ChatGPT that has like a paid service now, but you also have two or three free versions of something that's exactly like ChatGPT that comes out for every paid version. And so I can see there being a paid version that people um, go to because it's marketed well. But I can also see a lot of free versions of the same thing that might be, you know, maybe be slightly, slightly not as good, but just about the same thing. Um, so I think it's all it's going to all be about uh, the marketing and how well they're able to convince people to use their paid service versus something that's free. Okay, now going to quality of things and talking about a paid service and a free service. How, if you use the and notice the difference between a free AI service and a paid AI service? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that... Oh, I'm sorry. And so you understand fully the difference between the two, then, and the quality of the product that's going to be released at the end, too. Yeah, I I have noticed quite a bit of a difference in, like... uh, ChatGPT, what is it, like 4.0 that they have now, and um, like a free version that I've used. It's definitely a little bit slower. Um, Sometimes the quality of the prompts aren't as good, which sometimes can depend on you, but sometimes it's also dependent on the AI. Um, But really, in the end, if you are able to write the right prompt and give it enough time, I think you can get just about the same outcome. 
So you're saying with the free and paid AI services, as long as you prompt it correctly and use the AI correctly, you can get the same outcome out of both the free and paid services. I think so. When they're advanced enough, um, some some AIs, like the, the ones that are just coming out, because I've used a couple that were like just in beta, um, you know, they're still working on them, so they're not going to be as good. But the ones that have, have came out for like the competition for ChatGPT, they've been uh, pretty close, if not the same, um, just having their own kind of flavor, if you will. And that's kind of what I've been getting at uh, when it comes to the CGI AI producing uh, platforms then is how they add their own flavor to things would be another reason why customers would choose, you know, going to that cinematic uh, AI platform versus another two. Let's say uh, looking at uh, um, both Disney movies, right? The uh, Marvel, uh, the new Doctor Strange the opening scene of that looked like it could have been made 100% entirely using a free AI software versus if you use uh, Avatar Way of Water, for example, that would be a really good example of like a paid AI cinematic platform you see what i'm saying the difference right. in quality there you can tell the difference even though they're from the same company right right um i believe um in uh terms of like movies and tv shows it's already been used once in uh marvel secret wars i believe their intro was ai generated I, oh I could, really yeah yeah if you, if you look it up i didn't I, did you say you had your laptop up? Yeah. Um, Let's see here. You said it was Marvel what? Marvel's Secret Wars. Or no, 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 no. Um, Secret Invasion. I'm thinking okay. of the movie that's coming out in 2024 or whenever they said it was coming out. I'm doing a Google search right now. The opening credits are made by AI. Mm -hmm. Wow. It I would have never thought, and that's not to be released yet. Oh no, that's that's been out. That's been out. Okay, yeah, huh? Yeah, I haven't watched it. I'm gonna have to watch it now. That's kind of good to know. Huh. It, it, for for those who have seen anything AI generated, um, it's not anywhere near anything realistic. Like if you could, like if you're actually filming it. But I think it's it's headed that way. It really is. I mean, look at the CGI that we had like 50 years ago versus now. It's it's night and day. You're talking about when Mickey Mouse just popped up and it was motion picture, basically. And now we're using robots to completely make opening scenes. Right. Yeah, the difference there in just using AI in the cinematic world is incredible if you actually look at it nowadays, too. And I never really would have thought of looking at things like that all the way up to the point of this podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible how far we've came.
Oh, yeah, for sure. And that just goes to show if uh, the cinematic world has been around for years and years and decades and how they've changed through the years. Uh, Why is it uh, people have such a hard time with accepting change on their own time? If you kind of get what I'm getting at here. Not uh, not quite. Okay, so if you're looking at the change throughout the cinematic world over the f- past five, ten years, uh, mm-hmm. uh, inspiring you for success is all about growth, right? So mm-hmm. we basically painted a picture for our listeners on how the cinematic world has changed and will change for the future. But uh, where a lot of people struggle with is when it comes to success is the challenges and um, the growth aspect of things. In my opinion, from what I've gathered throughout my time doing this. So what I'm basically getting at is uh, people are able to look at other industries and depict how they've changed throughout the years, but they struggle to do it for their own personal use. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. It is easier to see growth when you're looking at something in the third person versus kind of looking at your own, especially because a lot of people can be very um, pessimistic about themselves. You know, you're, you're your worst critic. So anytime that you do see any growth, you're going to immediately be like, oh, you know, that's not, uh, that's not how much growth I wanted, or that's not uh, the growth, the area of growth that I wanted. You know, you kind of have to take the wins as they come, even though you might not expect exactly how you're getting better to be the, I mean, to be the way that you're getting better. You, you see what I'm saying? I do. And that kind of goes back uh, to how I was saying yesterday, Bale, how slow is smooth, smooth is efficient, Um, or even how it kind of losing my train of thought as I'm speaking here. Um, So it it also kind of relates to um, how, so last night, we did the recording for the podcast. I didn't do any editing to it yet. I just listened to it. I felt fulfilled and like I achieved what I wanted for that day. But when I looked in the mirror that night, I still felt like I didn't do enough. And that is a huge struggle with any kind of entrepreneur or a, individual in general uh, that are have the incentives to achieve their goals but at night they're still likely to go to bed because they feel like they haven't done enough right right you gotta you gotta take the small wins you know the little things in life and it's not always going to be a gigantic leap you know, sometimes it'll be a single step. You might take two steps back and one step forward sometimes. But if you and keep... Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, if you, if you keep pushing forward, eventually 
the self-discipline that you will build by doing that, that's going to excel your success even more. So basically what you were saying is that self-doubt, use that as the, the fuel to keep you going to get that discipline, the motivation and consistency. More like persevere through it. You Okay. Well said. You really have to be able to be in a situation where you don't see hope, but you're still focused on the goal regardless of what's happening around you. Okay, so then my next question would be, uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, especially when I started EC, I got a lot of people saying, why are you going to do that? You don't have the money to be starting a business, this, that, and the other. Um, So how do you think the listeners can use that as fuel to not only keep going, but uh, be resilient to that kind of feedback. I think it, it matters why you started doing something. If you see something that you want to go and do and you're passionate for it and you have a, a vision in your mind, why not chase it? Why not go for that? Like what, what, what would you rather do other than what you love doing? And, and Very I well. think that a lot of people, they'll settle for, you know, whatever job it is that they're doing. But ultimately, in the back of their mind, everyone wants to do what they love. And so, I mean, why not? And this is where things are going to get really controversial, just as we are getting into our controversial segment of this episode. Um talking about how the school systems did not prepare us for this entrepreneurship world, um, the negative feedback, and just in general, business. Oh, I I could not agree more. I think that I have talked to countless people who said that at least half, if not more, of their education mostly in terms of uh, uh, college education, really did not help them whatsoever for whatever that they were going to do in the future. I mean, especially the fact that they make you take classes on purpose that have nothing to do with your major. Okay, so I have a question. It's kind of a little bit personal. It's for you. Answer it honestly. You went Mm -hmm. to school to be an MRI. Do you Mm -hmm. see yourself actually using your degree? There are like a few classes that they had me take, such as um, anatomy and physiology. Um, I use a little bit of that. However, everything that I learned in school, I either relearned or learned something far more specific once I actually started going to clinicals and then got the job. None of it was so tailored towards MRI that I used it directly from the classes. You had to learn everything on the job. So you, I basically just learned a bunch of information that I would never really use and then relearned everything that I actually needed to know once I got there. Do I think that it's not valuable to go to school? No. I think that there's a lot of lessons that you can learn while going to school, especially because, I mean, you really have to work for that degree. And so that does give some degree of you know, oh, this person really, you know, they really 
they really tried to get this. They were really motivated to go out and, and get that degree. And so, you know, to some extent that person, you know, they really, they really wanted it. And so they, they went out and got it. And very well put. And, uh, to be honest with you, uh, talking yesterday we were talking about how uh networking will get you places a degree never will and i gave you my example on how i was able to get into somewhere i should not have been without a degree and did work for this you know fortune 500 uh healthcare business you know like uh, going back to you going to school and getting your degree then, you're saying that some of the stuff that was taught was useful, you will use it, but a lot of the stuff before you actually got the job was just information thrown at you that they expect you to know. Right, right. Like, uh, you know, like English and um, sociology and, and certain classes that were just are just completely unnecessary for the, the degree that I needed. Um, and they make you take those because these colleges want money. And yeah. it's really all, it's really a big money funnel, I should say, because what job do you hear is really prepared or, or you are really prepared for while you're in college? There's really, there really isn't any. No, there isn't. Huh? Wow. This is a very eye-opening episode. Um, I'm going to continue on here. So I am going to jump straight into these controversial topics here. Um, right at the bracket. Okay. If you would like to. Uh, and we're going to talk about basically luck versus hard work. So in this segment, we're going to tackle some controversial topics that often surface in discussion these days. Today, we're exploring the old debate, luck versus hard work in achieving success. Jacob, what are your thoughts on this subject? Goodness. It's a fascinating debate that has captivated the minds for generations. And I firmly believe that it's not an either-or situation. It's more of a debate of a dance between luck and hard work. That's an interesting perspective, Jacob. Can you elaborate on these two intertwined on the path to success? Certainly. Luck can open the doors and present opportunities. But it's hard work and dedication that will allow you to step through those doors and seize those opportunities. Without the readiness... To capitalize on luck, it can slip through your fingers. So I'm going to pause kind of right where we are, and then I'm going to bounce back. So uh, going back to me being in the mid-Michigan hospital, it was kind of luck that I got the call from that company uh, to do the work. But the fact that I was there, walked through the door, did the job, that is because of my sheer determination and will to actually keep performing my business's duties then is basically what we're kind of getting at here. Right, what do yeah. you say? That's a really good example. Um, it's ironic because the way that I got my job was actually through networking. Um, I reached out to um, somebody that I had known during my clinical hours and they referred me to somebody else 
and I got in contact with them and then immediately got a job. So yeah, I, 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 I understand it's, it, it really is sometimes about, Oh, something just randomly comes up like the luck aspect of it, but then you've got to take a hold that you've got to grab that, you know, you've got to capitalize on that opportunity. And if you don't, sometimes, you know, it'll slip right through your fingers. I like that. Capitalize on that opportunity. So it's about being prepared and putting in the effort that makes the fortunate circumstances that make sense. Exactly. It's all about maintaining a growth mindset. When forced with setbacks and challenges, hard work and determination can enable you to preserve and overcome. Wise words, Jacob. So listeners, as you embark on your journey to unleash your potential, remember, it's not just about luck and hard work. It is a blend between them both that truly lead you towards success. So I really liked that segment, even with our little gist in between it. That was actually really good because we gave them a clear picture of what we were talking about in that segment, too. Right, right. So we're going to be gearing towards the end here soon. Uh, next segment will be sponsorship and guest spots available. Basically, we're going to talk about uh, the positions that we have available in our podcast for sponsorships or even guest stars. If you would like to join us one week and give your intellect, your intel uh we welcome it. Go to our website, inspiringyouforsuccess.com, and you will find a book and flow for being a guest star on our website. So let's continue into this next segment. All right, before we, we get into our closing thoughts, we'd like to bring to you the idea of uh, being a sponsor for Inspiring You for Success. Um, it'll enable us to continue on this path of uh, insight and discussion about success and that's not all folks we want to hear from you if you have a story of unleashing your potential or you're an expert in a related field you're welcome to be a guest star on our show your experience and insights could inspire countless others and their journey to success so head over to our website and book a record time we'd love to for you to join us as we wrap up today's episode, we're leaving listeners with some valuable takeaways. Remember, our goal is to empower you to unleash your potential and achieve your success you deserve. That's right, Gabe. First and foremost, believe in yourself. Self-belief is a foundation upon which all success is built. Surround yourself with supportive, a supportive community that what? That champions your goals and aspirations. Instead of... Oh, my bad. I've never heard that word used that way. Yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting twist. AI actually used it like that. And when reading it, empowering your, you to unleash your potential and achieve the success you deserve. I like that. Or uh, hold on. Surround yourself with a supportive community that champions your goals and aspirations basically. So it's surround yourself with a community that gives you that winning vibe, energy, uh, motivation. The Basically, what we are saying is you need to be able to surround yourself with individuals that have the, a like mindset as one 
another. Uh, you and I, we, our mindsets are very similar on the aspect of we both are in entrepreneur level mindset basically so i you reached out i reached out to you not only because you're one of my best friends but because you closest match my vibe that is why i reached out to you for the podcast because i wanted to surround myself with another vibe like my own right right so that's basically what we're telling our listeners to do here. Uh, to set clear, smart goals, having a destination in mind and break down in actionable steps is essential. Small wins builds confidence that keeps you moving forward. And don't shy away from failure. Embrace it as a teacher. Learn from your setbacks, adapt, and keep pushing forward. And let's not forget the power of AI in enhancing your journey. It can be a personalized coach towards your are guiding you towards resources that cater your unique strengths and goals. And finally, ponder the balance of luck and hard work in achieving success. Luck can open the doors, but your hard work and determination will keep you walking through those doors. Listeners, as you venture on your journey of unleashing potential, remember that your potential is a vast, immeasurable, and immeasurable. Embrace the journey, dare to dream, and keep pushing forward. Join us next time for another episode of Inspiring You for Success. Until then, stay inspired, stay motivated, keep unlocking your incredible potential within you. As we conduct today's episode of Inspiring You for Success, we want to express our gratitude to our listeners for joining us on this journey of unleashing potential. Your support and engagement means the world to us. Remember, success is not a destination. It's a continuous journey, and you have what it takes to achieve greatness. That's right, Jacob. Join us next time for another riveting episode where we'll devolve into the fantastic topic of mastering mindset for success. It's going to be an enlightening discussion on how your mindset can shape your path to success. We can't wait to share these valuable insights with you. Until then, stay inspired, stay motivated, and keep unlocking the incredible potential within you. Uh, Guys, before we end this note off, uh, inspiringyouforsuccess.com, if you guys haven't already, check out the Ignite Your Success Journey program. I developed that program 100% for you guys, and actually, when that program goes live, the podcast is going to cover for those couple weeks is going to cover the content that we do within the uh, program. It's a personal slash business development program. It's there for you guys. Uh, we do have two different payment methods or not payment methods, but ways for you can pay to pay. Um, we have a flex pay where you can pay the full price. That's to make it easier for everyone to have access to the program, to the resources, to the guide, and to all the learning criteria within that program. Uh, again, inspiringyouforsuccess.com forward slash ignite your success journey. 
Let's continue on to our ad sponsorship spot, guys. Today, I am really excited for this ad sponsorship spot. We've already kind of, what's the word, hinted around it already. But let's go ahead and dive right into it and finish off this episode. Hey there, podcast listeners. I got something very exciting to share with you, especially if you're in the St. Louis or mid-Michigan area. You know my parents own Four Seasons Gym, and they've opened a fantastic new spot just around the corner, Fit Fuel Smoothies. Oh, they have smoothies? Tell me more. Jacob, you're in for a tree. So I swung by Fit Fuel Smoothies the other day and tried their peanut butter chocolate smoothie with some protein powder. And let me tell you what, it was delicious. It was like a treat for your chase buds and your muscles all in one. That honestly sounds really good. I'm going to have to get me one. But wait, there's more. It's not just about me. Atlas, my little guy, he got a banana smoothie and it tasted exactly like one of those banana Laffy Taffies. And my wife Jojo went for the caramel apple smoothie and she said that took her straight back to those caramel apple suckers that you only get around Halloween. Wow, that sounds incredible. Absolutely, Jacob. The best part is that Fit Fuel Smoothie is literally a block away from Four Seasons Gym. So you can fuel up before and after your workout. It is the perfect combo for a healthy and tasty lifestyle. That sounds perfect. I'm sold out. I'm going to definitely check that out. That's the spirit. So if you're in the St. Louis or nearby areas, do yourself a favor. Swing by Fit Fuel's smoothies it's not just a smoothie it's an experience and hey tell them we sent you all right okay well, Jacob. huh what do you think i i think uh i think i'm not a morning person so it did <laughs> part two <laughs> as well as uh as i had hoped but you know we'll get there oh with editing they won't even know all right so I am going to go through and where we fumbled, you know, those couple uh, areas, I will go through and fix those up real quick. Uh, Where we went off topic, I'm going to keep those in there because that is just more content for the podcast. And it gives uh, our listeners a really good picture of our personalities and our vibes. So I'm going to keep that in there. But where we fumbled and fumbled and fumbled, I will Mm -hmm. remove that. So we're not sitting there embarrassing ourselves too. Right, right. <laughs> you mentioned yesterday that everyone's going to know you can't read. Uh, they're going to know I can't read either. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I did a kind of semi all right and didn't fumble everything is just because I've written the script myself. But I do think this was this went fantastic, and after the editing, this is going to get a lot of feedback from a lot of people once they start listening. So I'm excited for where the podcast is going to head from here. And uh, yesterday you talked about uh, instead of us scripting, us doing actual talking points and talking cues. Um, I For the next script, if you would like to join me, we can plan that for next week or even two weeks out i think right now it would be wiser to plan them two weeks out that way we can have the script written uh and make sure we have the proper uh 
equipment around and everything because you mentioned you wanted to meet up and actually just sit in front of the camera and have our own microphone so if we're gonna do something like that we're gonna need a little bit time to adjust and that's the thing too for our listeners uh i haven't ended this recording yet so you guys are currently sitting here listening to us feel um there are improvements that we are still going to be making throughout the podcast in the future so as you guys are listening you might notice some changes that we are making throughout the podcast uh, especially season two uh that's just us fine-tuning and showing you guys the growth throughout the podcast hey you gotta start somewhere just like uh everyone out there who's gonna who we could be inspiring to start their own business or whatever it is that they want to do it's not when you when you first start it's going to be you know it's it's not going to be perfect and that's exactly what you got to remember when you're when you're starting out it's it's it takes time it takes you know so Going back to, uh, you're not going to be perfect when you start. Big companies like Apple, Google, and Microsoft, those three companies actually started out of a garage, you guys. Absolutely. Look, go back and look at their, the logo that they first had for like Apple. It's like day. It's, it's crazy. It, it, and it is now the apple logo hasn't changed in the last 10 years but the apple logo it has it's gone through i want to say like eight or nine different iterations throughout the years especially when macintosh was first introduced uh even google uh it hasn't changed too much but they still changed their logo quite a bit um microsoft that's the one logo that has changed the least in my opinion they still use the windows logo but they just make micro changes between os upgrades basically you so, mean like they update your computer so the so let's say for example, I have a Windows laptop that's five years old that's running, let's say, Windows 8. I have a laptop that's three years old and is running Windows 10. And I have a brand new laptop that's running Windows 11. If you actually boot those up side by side, you can mm-hmm. see Windows version of improvements throughout the years just by turning on that computer. Uh, I kind of meant uh, how when they say that there's an update, there's really no difference when you when you update it. Well, yeah, no, that hasn't changed throughout the years. And I actually uh, made a joke on Facebook about that yesterday. I seen something about when uh, Windows XP got converted to Windows uh, Vista. Uh, I seen the upgrade uh, process and... I I made a funny when I posted it. I'm like, yeah, it hasn't changed throughout the years. The only thing they did is made a modern twist to it. And that's exactly what they've done is uh, they keep the same firmware, the same roots, but they just add on to it and improve it. Heck yeah. Um, All right. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead. I really liked Windows Vista, to be honest. Everyone said it, but I I liked it. 
Windows Vista was a lot better uh, performance-wise than XP was, but when they made that change from Vista to uh, Windows 7, that was a huge change, and that was a change that I honestly was waiting to happen. Uh, my first laptop was actually a Dell Inspiron from 1998, so that actually ran Windows XP on it. And when I got it in my possession from my grandma, I put a Windows Vista install disk into it, and that's really where uh, EC stems from is me doing that, just me figuring out how to upgrade that computer to the next version of Windows. Back then, there was not many blog forms or YouTube guides to tell you how to do that. I had to legit figure that out for myself. It was to the point where my dad was like, I don't know how you managed to do that because you need an actual install key to be able to do it. And I managed to do it without an install key. Hey, with enough determination and time, it can do just about anything you put your mind to. Anything and everything. Just like if something is broken, it is never really broken. Because if it can be built, it can be fixed. That is the kind of mindset I have. Oh, for sure. Anyways, viewers, it has been fantastic. Jacob, you have been magnificent. I love the intel that you brought into this uh, episode. And I look forward to having you in the next upcoming episodes. Uh, we're going to leave it at that. And uh, you guys stay inspired. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Bye now. As we conclude another insightful episode of Inspiring You for Success, we hope you've gleaned wisdom and inspiration to fuel your journey toward personal and professional growth. The world of AI and technology is a vast landscape of possibilities, and we're here to explore it with you. If you found value in our discussions, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on your preferred podcast platform. Share this podcast with those who share your aspirations, for together, we can uplift and inspire. Join us in our next episode as we delve deeper into the realms of personal development and success, guided by the ever-expanding horizons of AI technology. Until then, remember that with AI, your journey transforms into an odyssey of possibilities. Stay inspired, stay motivated, and let's continue unlocking that extraordinary potential within you.